Hello, everybody. How we doing today? This is Caleb, and we are in the middle of the holiday season, and I'm very excited about that. I am here also with my co-host, Tim Farr. Hey! He sounds very excited, doesn't he? Folks? I am, very. It's I'm the ready. happiest I've ever seen, Tim. Let me tell you. <laughs> I came in, he was just jumping off the walls. Yep, absolutely. Uh, in his pajamas. Yep. The man is... <laughs> I'm living life. He's living the dream, and I hate when people overuse that, but I do think it is the dream to be an adult in your own house, in your pajamas, past noon on uh-huh. the weekends. You 100%. are living the dream, my friend. What's really funny is I had friends over, your your older sister and another friend, Amy, who's been on the podcast. Both of them Amy have. Amy freaking Toadie. And I wore my pajamas, too. How'd they feel? <laughs> they were happy with it, right? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. get it. Brooke would probably approve. Mm-hmm. I I think she enjoys her jammies as well. So yeah, she was wearing the Adidas um, track pants. Yes. Yeah. I I guess she, it runs in the family now. I guess she's got her track suits. Well, not track suits. Track pants. 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 She's a track pants kind of girl. Oh, she is. I, on the other hand, like the entire track suit, which <laughs> I wore on Thanksgiving. Heck yes. It was my blue one though, not the white okay, one. Because okay, I don't want to get like turkey drippings and and everything on that. That would have been a mess. So I wore the blue one. Great choice because I'm running in and out yeah, all yeah. day, mm-hmm. running into the smoker. Uh, I think we should probably give updates on our week. Tim, let's let's start with you, man. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was fantastic-ish. Um, <laughs> ish, just ish. Uh, the the highlight was I uh, took off practically the whole week. I went in Monday and then took off Tuesday. Through... So you're gonna say I took off practically all my clothes? But... Yes, that too. Um, during my family Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was weird uh, because there was that family drama I men- mentioned, and so it was just my parents and my sister, brother-in-law, and her two kids, uh, w- which is fine. And we had ham. That's oh, odd. Okay. That's odd for a Thanksgiving. I'm not R- judging because I mm- think differences are great, but I you you just make that assumption. Thanksgiving turkey. Right. So so I probably won't have turkey this year. Um, and they wanted to be like gourmet. Like it was weird. So the salad, the salad was just like a leaf of iceberg lettuce, two pineapple, cottage cheese, and a cherry. So it was like a deconstructed salad or something. Yes. And it was quite odd. And I'm like, whatever. It's a reinterpretation, is what they would say on the Food Network. I was like, sister, you're trying too hard. Uh, <laughs> I like hearing you say sister, because now I just picture you like... Sister. Oh, my brother and sister. You, you did that wrong. Like you're a, a pastor down in like Mobile or something like Glory. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was fine. And some carrots that were, I guess, cooked and uh, cheesy potatoes and ham. That was my Thanksgiving. Cheesy potatoes. Huh? Yeah. Did you get any no stuffing? No. You guys went. It sounds like it was an attempt to be healthier. Well, that's not true. You had ham instead of turkey. Turkey's yep. way healthier. Yep. So it was. Uh, yeah. It, I mean, okay. Hey, you fine. spent time with the family, which yep. is the most important part. Is I it? think. I I okay. <laughs> I'll say this. Uh, I think it is. If we've learned anything from the pandemic, tomorrow isn't guaranteed for anybody. Right. So you got that family time, which, yeah, there was drama, but you like your sister, you like her kid, you know, so. Sure. Oh, <laughs> no, you don't like the kid? 
The kids. Kids. Sorry. Uh, I thought it was only one. My bad. No, there's two. Uh, they're very immature and very... Um, how Well, how old are they? Uh, one is 14, and I think the one's 12. All right. Or 11, maybe. Yeah, it could be late bloomers. Uh, they're just very sheltered. Okay. Yeah, those kind of kids that, like, oh, you're almost homeschooled. As of. a former homeschooler, you can kiss my ass, sir. <laughs> You, you I'm, I'm talking. My ass. I, I'm talking about the the church going home. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm talking about, though. You yeah, know because those I was one of those. You butthole. <laughs> yeah, just uh, weird. Dad, come in. I feel I feel judged. Uh, everyone, one hundred percent. Um, what the heck? I just came here today so excited, and I got judged. <laughs> Uh, but but honestly, you know what I'm talking about. Those, I do, but yeah, okay. at the same time, I feel sorry for them typically. Because right? here's the thing. I think with homeschoolers, they're so excited to have new people around because they are stuck inside in their homes at all times. And they have a smaller uh, social circle that they get too excited with this new group of people. And so they might just, ah, I've lost my mind. Well, and if you keep calm with them... It kind of ushers along that process, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, the problem is they're not homeschooled, but they act like that. If that drives. Not at all. I feel judged for no reason. No, no. I think Tim made that comparison. Just, just to judge you? Just a poop on me today, folks. No, not Tim not took at all. a big old poop on me. <laughs> That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> I bet there is a podcast on something weird like that. 100%. Oh, 100%. There's a podcast for everything. Yeah. Anyways, okay, so sorry, you were saying. Uh, it, it, it was just fine. It, okay. It was just fine. Um, I had my drinks, and I was buzzing, and I was great. Okay. Well, get, did you get some uh, whiskey? Yeah, Makers and Coke. Makers doesn't really sit as well with me. I don't know. Bourbons don't as much. Mm, that's unfortunate. Yeah, so that's why I prefer a scotch. Yeah, I, I like scotch. Yeah. I like scotch. <laughs> Can't quote any more <laughs> trademarked enough. I don't know, whatever that is, but... Anchorman? Uh, yeah, yeah, I just don't know if we could quote it. Yeah, probably not. From, yeah. Um, but nice. Okay, well, then we'll have to have... A, we need to do a scotch tasting on here at some point. Mm. That would be fun. And expensive, but fun. Yes. <laughs> scotch is super expensive. Oh, yeah. Like, I want to... I'll get a bottle of Macallan. I'm like, I can't afford the 16. Probably not the 12. So I'll get the 8. <laughs> or the 10. Maybe the 10, if I'm splurging. Well, there's two 12... I've only seen two 12s. There's, like, a double oaked one yep. that's, like, $80. And there's one that's, like, I think $70. I think there's a 10. And is there, there is 10? an eight. There is an eight because the eight I've gotten so many times because like, well, that's cheap and I like it. I, I have not seen the eight in any of the stores around me. Um, I think I've seen it at the Friar Tucks in O'Fallon. Uh, pr- fairly confident I've seen there. Okay. I don't think it's sold like at Schnucks or Deerberg's or any local grocery stores. Sorry, I have to burp, folks. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I don't think you can get it there. You have to go to a, a actual like. Yeah. I'm- a, Talking like Total Wine, and there's a liquor store that's kind of a... Total Wine has let me down when it comes to whiskeys in the past. Great wine selection, obviously. Right. But the whiskey selection, I'm always kind of like, hmm, y'all are just trying to fill a a few spots here. You don't care. You don't care. (laughs) You don't care at all. Yeah. I'll occasionally splurge on the Mm. 12-year. It's so good. It is really good. Have you ever had Lagavulin? I don't think I've had that one. It's the one Ron Swanson talks about on Parks and Rec. Okay, it, if you open it up, 
it originally it will smell like an ashtray. It is so <laughs> smoky. You're like, God. But um, the taste is pretty good. If you have to take that one slow, because man, it'll kick your butt. Yeah, I can't do the smoky ones. Can't? The, okay. The highlay is it highlay? Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Long pause. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. We can do a scotch tasting. That'd be uh, fun, in my yeah. opinion. Yep. Uh, okay. Anything else though happened though? Like that was fun this week, other than just chilling at home. What'd you do when you were chilling at home? Nothing, and it was fantastic. Did you just sit and think. Yeah. Not at all. I yeah. I, I played video games. Um, <laughs> I've been playing Far Cry Six, and so being a terrorist and shooting people in the head, that kind of thing. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Whatever. That's how I relax. <laughs> Yeah, whatever helps you with your mental health, um, <laughs> good for you. Terrified that, that, that that's helping, but it, it's working for my friend, so I'm happy my friend is, is in a good spot there. Yeah. You, I was I was teasing you about just sitting and thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Kate and I went to Grand Rapids earlier this year, I meant to bring a book so I could read it at the airport or on the flight. Mm-hmm. Totally forgot it. So nice. we get on the flight, and I, I don't have my book, and Kate's like, what are you going to do? I'm like... I guess I'm just going to think. <laughs> just sit on the plane and think. Because I can't sleep on a plane. So I'm just literally sitting there going, well, this thought is nice. <laughs> you mm. didn't You didn't have like a movie on your phone? Or no. Okay. No. I don't really, I don't download too much stuff on my phone for whatever reason. I did download some podcasts uh, thinking, so here was my week. Um, I did not drive to Chicago to pick up Grandpa Hal or drop him off. He decided not to come. He had, uh, he wasn't sure. He just felt sick. So he's like, I don't want to risk it. Please just let me stay here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he definitely wanted to come and I feel bad for him. Um, but he just chose not to come, which is fine. But I downloaded some podcasts for that drive up there. I'm uh-huh. like, well, now I'll just listen to it for fun, I guess. <laughs> um, there were wrestling podcasts. Uh, of so. course. Yep. Uh, JR has a fantastic podcast. So I've um, heard good things about his. He gets a little curmudgeon He's a, he's an old guy, mm-hmm. you know, and he's, yeah, it's, he's his wife has passed, so I'm sure he's cranky, and he's got oh. every reason to be. Uh, the only thing I'm just like, JR, stop listening to fans who say you're not good at calling matches anymore. Just stop listening, but he... He's a sensitive soul, so you could tell it affects him. Poor guy. But um, I didn't do that. I will say, though, the beginning of the week was so tough because on Tuesday, I took Selena in, Mm -hmm. and I thought we only thought it was going to be one or two teeth that were removed. Oh, dear. It ended up being nine. Wow. Nine teeth for this poor cat. And here's the thing. I mean, she is a tough cat. Uh, When I picked her up, she scratched the crap out of me. And I'm like, that's fine. I deserve it. I'm scaring you. And it was like early in the morning, like 6.30 on a, you know, on Tuesday. I get her in the crate. I take her out. She's crying the entire way there. Aww. Those crying meows are the worst. Mm-hmm. I can't have daughters, folks. If Kate and I have daughters, <laughs> I'm going to melt. I'm going to have to. I, I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm crying while driving on Highway 40 to drop off my cat. I'm just like, I'm pathetic and I don't care. I was so worried about her, mm-hmm. uh, but they removed them. She got home, and she was so drugged up. Aww. Like a drugged cat, you, it's kind of funny, but then you're like, "Ugh, this is sad." She mm-hmm. would like be sitting down, just looking out the window, and then just start leaning to one way, and then correct herself, <laughs> lean, and correct herself. 
and she just didn't sleep at all. Aww. She didn't sleep. So I'm I'm like, I don't know if we want to give her the pain meds because that's what was keeping her up. We would we'd have to uh basically hold her down Aww. and then inject it, it through like a, her mouth. It was almost like a shoot into her mouth pretty much. Yeah. And I don't know if that really helped her, honestly. I think it might have made things worse because she didn't sleep at mm. all. And then our other cat, Benny, was freaked out by her because he could tell she was drugged. Yep. So he would come over, smell her, and then just hiss at her and then run off. And she would sit there like, what did I do? I did nothing to you. You are a jerk. And then she would just go back to like sitting. She just didn't. I don't know if she slept for two days. So I said, all right, we're, we're not going to give her any more. And she started eating some, and it was fine. Um, she she was doing a lot better on Thanksgiving Day, but mm-hmm. we had we had the whole family, uh, all of Kate's family came over except for Grandpa Hal. It was nice. Uh, I smoked the turkey. Uh, the turkey turned out really well. Good. Luckily, I didn't have to cook it overnight, so that was very nice. Um, the food was all great. The funny thing was. Kate and I made pecan pie and apple pie, mm-hmm. and no one ate anything, any <laughs> desserts. And Kate and I are just like, what in the world? They don't want any desserts. Even uh, even uh, uh, Lane, uh, the three-year-old of my uh, sister-in-law's, I'm going to start calling her my niece. Uh, she's not my niece by blood, but my niece by marriage. She is the sweetest little three-year-old. Uh, I got her into whipped cream. <laughs> like I would just nice. get the whipped cream and then just go into uh-huh, her mouth uh-huh. and she would go more and then I just keep putting that in there repeatedly till her parents were like okay you're done no more <laughs> no more whipped cream <laughs> it's a great way like sweets are a great way to bond with kids I, uh, now I'm sounding creepy yeah dad gummit <laughs> would you I, like some candy yeah I just realized that I didn't even mean for it yeah. I was just excited yeah. at the end of the day though she wanted me to carry her out to the car which was really nice um, but we still had a really good time I was really happy with that and then that night Kate and I are just wiped out. Of course, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hosting is fun. I'm glad we did it. Um, we didn't really have any help with the dishes, <laughs> so I did them all pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's fine. Um, but at the end of the night, I went upstairs, and Selena was in our bed. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, okay, you're chilling there. That's fine. So I kind of crept my way in and, sl- and laid down next to her, and she was fine with that. I thought, okay, she'll lay here till Kate gets in bed with us. Kate got in bed. Nope, she was fine. Mm-hmm. And then Benny, the other cat who had been hissing at her nonstop, hopped on the bed, smelled her, and he's like, okay, and then laid in between Kate and I. <laughs> and we all in the family just passed out <laughs> that night. I was like, this is the best. That's so really Selena's funny. on the mend. And, and the funniest thing was, uh, I think it was uh, Thursday after everyone had left, we got canned food out for them. And I put one out for Selena and a different type of food out for Benny. And Selena saw his and went, screw that, and just busted her way into Benny's bowl while he was trying to eat. And he was like, what in the crap? (laughs) She just started eating it and like, I don't care if you hiss at me. He did. He walked away. I'm like, just eat hers, man. So it's kind of funny how bossy she was with him. That's funny. Yeah. And then yesterday, uh, Kate and I walked around Main Street St. Charles and picked up a few things, which was nice. Nice. Yeah, we're getting in the holiday spirit. We're we're big Christmas people. All the decorations were put up yesterday. Uh, uh, the walk around the um, downtown area was great. Um, we did get some some sad news on uh, Friday. My my niece Thea. Uh, I'll say this: she's such a 
upbeat kid and positive, which mm-hmm. I love that about her. Uh, you, I don't know if you saw her dancing at the wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's her. That's just her all the way through. Earlier this year, she lost her dad. Her yes. dad sadly overdosed. Um, yeah, he'd struggled with addiction for a long time, and sadly, it caught up with him. Um, but then his mother passed away yesterday. Mm. And... Um, she got to say goodbye on Thanksgiving, which was great. I'm very happy Oof. that she got to at least say goodbye. But, um, you know, it's just brutal. She's nine, and she's lost her dad and grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know I made it. I, I was being serious. We have not, we're not guaranteed time with family. And I'm really trying to make the best of it now. Um, just thinking about all the losses that we've experienced. And we've got, we have more to come. Uh, we know we have more to come. Uh, due to health and uh, health issues in our family, but folks, seriously, enjoy family while you have them, because at some point we're going to look back and say, ah, they, they're not there for this this Christmas or Thanksgiving, New Year's, birthdays, random Tuesday dinners or whatever. Right. So, um, yeah, we we had a great Thanksgiving, but it was still sobering in that regard. Mm. So, um, yeah, that was all I really wanted to say on that, folks. Yeah, I wish uh, Drew and I talk um, occasionally, and we love you, Drew. Yeah, absolutely. And he has such a good relationship with his parents. And I'll say something to him about uh, my mom said this, and he literally has told me like, "I wish you had a better relationship with your parents." I do too, man. I just I don't, and I never have, and I don't also desire it. Why? Uh, just, I have realized that they, you know how parents will ask you how you're doing, how's life? Mm -hmm. That's not what my mom does. She asked me, what are you doing? It's very more of, I want to live my life through you because my life is horrible. And it's a lot of like judgmental as well and it has been like that my entire life they've never like they've said they're proud of me but then like question everything I've ever do which part of that is being your parents but like there's a line (laughs) there's a line and I've had to make really strong boundaries where I don't talk about my life with them I will talk about work and that's it Mm -hmm. because otherwise they're just too nosy like who is in your driveway that's none of your business. It can be hookers. <laughs> I, I mean, like I'm not 16 anymore. I don't have a curfew. You, you, if you want to know and don't ask it that way. Yeah, and sometimes I think an older generation, they, they don't always know how to connect with us. They yeah. don't. And that's we might have the same problems with our kids in the future. Our generation might have that issue going forward. My dad is like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad, though, he's got <clears throat> he has Asperger's, mm-hmm. which if you don't know what that is, folks, look it up. So he has a tough time, though, socializing. He has a very limited number of topics that he likes to talk about. Spirituality is one of them. Yeah, you mentioned. Yeah. So naturally, it can make for not as much of a fun conversation. Right. Um, it also doesn't help that he's, he's also having memory issues, Mm. um, which we're seeing that start to, it's, it's 
not rapidly taking hold, but it's it's moving, it's progressing. Yes, which is tough to watch. Yeah. Uh, one thing I'll I'll say about my dad is he's a sharp guy, uh, very intelligent, and also very focused. Mm. We're start, starting to see that lack of focus kind of come in. A con- he can't keep up with conversations. If there's mm. multiple conversations, he just can't keep up with it. So now, I feel like all right, I'm the adult. I'm kind of the. I'm not the patriarch of the family or anything like that. Right. But what I do want to do is start trying to help out my family as much as I can. So, you know, I, I'm helping out my sisters with things with that they might need help with. Uh, organizing uh, holiday get-togethers. So next weekend, we're all going to uh, Wild Lights at the St. Louis Zoo. That'll be a ton of fun. Yeah. But I also said, all right. I'm driving my parents because they should not be driving at this point, not in their late 70s. Right. So we kind of get to a point where we, you know, we're in our 30s now. Hmm. We kind of have to start going, okay, we have to take charge with certain things, setting up the boundaries, um, trying to help out in the family events, whether it's cooking, prep work, cleaning, anything like that. And it's an interesting sort of uh transformation that happens internally i feel like yeah i just avoid my parents (laughs) so some transformations are different that's a different one yes absolutely um yeah like uh my parents are obviously very broken people and so the way my dad handles things is he goes zero to a hundred in a flash of a second with anger. He, he doesn't know how to emote other than anger. Mm. That's it. It's just anger. Um, where, do you, where, where do you think he learned that from? <clears throat> well, from what I've gathered is he was abused by his father. So then in turn, my father, uh, instead of physically abusing me mentally, verbally, Abuse me. Like, I knew every single cuss word by the time I was four because my dad would just cuss at me all the time. Uh, I remember I had this remote control car, and the body, it was one of the higher-end remote control cars where you could take off the body, and it was just like this little thin plastic sheet that you put on it, um, and it was held on by cotter pins. And the cotter pins are like, you know, you can buy 50 of them for 25 cents. Why well, I lost one, and he was like bleep 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 you're grounded for six months and i'm like cool and i'm like 10 yeah so that was me growing up and so when i got older and got a license i was like i'm just not gonna deal with this anymore yeah, yeah. and then my mom is the opposite uh she emotes and very uh depressive she's a manic depressive um very emotional um so i have both ends and that's how I deal with things now. And and probably their sort of swings that they go through affects you. It's natural for that to happen. Yep. So I understand why you set up those boundaries, man. I, I'm like Drew where I wish you had that better relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but but, but there's only so much you can do. There's only so much you can do. And to be healthy, you have to have those boundaries. Yeah. And I have, I've had people that I've looked up to that have been more of a parent to me than my actual parents. Yeah. Um, so I have those people in my life. Um, not so much anymore, but life and things change and time goes on. And I, I just learned if I have, if I want to be mentally healthy, 
I have to protect myself from even my parents. Yeah. Um, well, mental health is something that's, we, we weren't even raised with the idea of taking care of yourself mentally. No. So it's, it's kind of a new thing, a new concept in the grand scheme of things. So we're all discovering this. We discovered this in adulthood yep. when hopefully generations in the future understand safeguarding your mental health at a younger age. Granted, I think I hope our generation can break a lot of the cycles of abuse, the physical, the 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 verbal and mental uh, emotional abuses that take place. We've all experienced those things, so hopefully we know how to safeguard and treat ourselves with and heal ourselves so we don't pass that on to the future generations. 100%. And I feel like I've seen a lot of people... Uh, I, I look at my sister, uh, Christina. I, I, I respect her a lot. Um, my sister, Christina, is 12 years older than me. My mom had her uh, in a previous marriage uh, to basically like her high school sweetheart. And, um, you know, he seemed like an all right guy whenever I met him, but uh, they got divorced and he had, it seems like he had a drinking problem. Mm. Um, there was, he was a police officer. I think there might have been some anger issues that probably grew out of that stressful profession. Right. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, she's, he passed away, I believe, uh, right after she finished college and he wasn't always there for her. Mm. Um, and, and one thing that I, I don't want to put everything out there, uh, she wouldn't like that. So I, I want to respect her with that. He just wasn't always there. So when he passed, it was, it was difficult for her. I will say I'm, I'm older now and can see the way that she's raised her kids and she doesn't, pa- she hasn't passed that along. Granted, she's got her own problems, but right. everyone does, mm-hmm. but she's not passing neglect or abuse or anything like that on she's really made a great foundation for her two daughters and through stressful times as well it's not perfect but man they've they've really done well i mean both of her girls are have finished high school early my niece ryan the one that you carried at the uh (laughs) the uh wedding she's finishing uh high school in december yeah i'm just like i'm proud yeah the the, uh, peyton she finished like a year early genius yeah I wish I was smart. It's it's smart, but then it's also work hard. Mm-hmm. That I think is I mean, smart. People are great, but hardworking people keep the world going, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, granted that that the hardworking people might have to safeguard themselves from like mental health issues, maybe a little more because they can run themselves into the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, like, gosh, my niece, my niece Peyton is a is tough. Um, she actually is she was helping out with the uh, um, men's hockey team at Lindenwood. She was working at the Boys and Girls Club, uh, one of them nearby. Uh, she also was taking classes at Lindenwood, like 15 hours, and then doing something else. I don't know. Jeez. I'm just like, okay, kid, you want to know why you're tired? You're doing too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, she's, she's just such a hard worker that that for me is impressive. I hope my kids, I don't care if they're straight-A students, if they're hard workers, then I won't worry about them as much, right? Yeah. Because smart, smart kids are going to figure out a way around rules. They might, <laughs> they might push boundaries. Uh-huh, and it's because uh-huh. they're smart. Uh-huh. And that's a good trait to have. But a hard worker, you know, is going to find a profession, a career, and be able to take care of themselves and anyone else that they're around. 
Yeah, absolutely. Kate and I have been talking a lot about kids recently, so mm. I don't know. Just Interesting. We're not ready for that. Mm. There's a lot of there's stressors that yep. are going to keep us maybe for a few months before we start, quote, trying, mm-hmm. which just means that I'm having sex with my wife. That's trying. Yeah, you practice. Know. Yeah, right now we're practicing. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> cracks me up when people, whenever they say trying, I'm just like, you, you don't have, I don't want that image. Come on, folks. You don't have to say trying. <laughs> That's why I say practicing. Yeah, that sure. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So I, I, I will probably tell people, oh, we're hoping to have kids in the near future. Just something like that, which I think is a little more vague. I don't want to put images in people's heads. I, I'm getting old. Yeah. Look at me. I'm 36, and I'm, mm. I'm all. Ugh, don't think of miss, me as it's, a sexual being. It's taboo. Oh no, it's not taboo. I'm just weirded out. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Uh, yeah, well, that for sure. Get off <laughs> get off my lawn. Don't hit my mailbox like the school bus did recently, you little butthole. I'm saying butthole a lot. It's the you second are, time I've said it. You are getting old. I am. I'm a b-hole. There we go. That's <laughs> b-hole. Yeah, that's more immature. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, I, this has nothing to do with the topic at all. We have not talked at all about the topic I was going to bring in. Well, I have two more things for you. Oh, no. Yeah, I talked to your mom last night. Why? <laughs> Why did you talk to my mom? <laughs> well, because Amy and Brooke were over. Oh, okay. Um, and apparently I haven't heard the pot story. You haven't heard the pot story? And so Brooke called your mom. Yeah. And she told the pot story. Isn't it so? Okay, folks, I got to tell it at home. <laughs> For y'all that are listening, my mom, this sweet old lady from Oklahoma, uh-huh. grew pot once. Yep. She grew marijuana. Here's what happened, though. She wanted to have a green thumb. She wanted to have a garden. She wanted to grow things. And I think she was living in some apartment in Oklahoma City with her first husband. And she couldn't grow anything. She was getting frustrated by it. So she didn't wasn't for sure what it was, but she saw these green seeds. She saw these seeds with the green leaf. Uh, and she's like, oh, I'm going to see if I can grow this. I don't know what it is. So she was growing it and growing it. And her husband, he worked basically as an undercover cop. Mm-hmm. So he was grabbing weed. He was able to get that because, hey, all right, this is evidence. My mom messed with evidence. Yep. Tampered, basically, <laughs> and grew weed. And then her uh, her husband at the time said, what are you doing? That's evidence. And she said, well, I just wanted to see if I could grow it. <laughs> So uh, I wish I knew what my mom grew. Well, hopefully it was good stuff in the 70s, 60s, 70s, 70s. I think it would have been 70s. Yeah, I think she said the 70s. Yeah, so that was my mom. Yeah, And I'm convinced my mom has never tried weed. I Pro- seriously. Probably not. I, I told Brooke, uh, when it becomes legal in Missouri, we should find uh, pot seeds and give it to your mom. That's so funny. <laughs> Literally, I should probably just give her a gummy and not tell her. I'd tell her what it is. But still, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to drug my mom. But I should, she should have a gummy. Just be like, you need to chill out, lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my dad would not like that at all. But It would be funny to have your mom growing up pot. Plant. It would be. Although she's got a nine-year-old in the house. so Yeah. Yeah, but still, I agree. That's funny. What was the other thing? The other thing is a revelation that I was only at St. Charles first for three years. Really? Yeah. Well, I, was that a conversation you had with uh, yeah. Amy freaking Toady and Brooke? Yeah, because we were talking about how bizarre that is because it feels like 10 years. Yeah. And it was only three. And then we kind of went deeper into it and was like, oh, we were spending like three or four times a week every week together. Yeah. 
that's why it felt so long. Youth leadership is funny like that, mm-hmm. where you get so invested in the group that you are putting all that time, and it feels longer, but it's just because you made so many memories in one place in a short amount of time. Yep. That's cool, though. Three years. Three years. Uh, see, ours, or my experience was a little different because... You were in and out at that time. Well, we first went to First Assembly, and I think it was 96 is when we started, mm-hmm. and then we moved to Texas in 97. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was a year where we were there at one point, mm-hmm. left, and then we came back, and I guess it was 2000 we came back, so we went there for, a, I guess it was four years after, and then I left for Texas to go back to college down there. Mm-hmm. I think it was 2005, so maybe it was five years. I did not like some of the people I, at first, that were in leadership before Netzer got there. Right. Uh, one youth pastor told me I was going to hell because I enjoyed secular music, which yeah, that I mean, was a thing in the early 2000s. Yeah, it was. And it's mm. kind of, and you don't say that to a teenage kid. No. And he was like, well, why aren't you coming back to the youth group? I'm like, well, I don't know. You told me that. And then a bunch of the youth clapped at that. So I'm like, hmm, I wonder why I didn't enjoy <laughs> hanging out with those jerks. Yeah. I remember going to a youth camp and, uh, a kid was playing Lincoln park Oh, and he was going to hell for that. So. Yeah. Did someone tell him that? Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. And that's a problem, too. I mean, I don't think people would do that nowadays. No. This I is hope a, not. But. Th- that was a symptom of the time of the early 2000s, being in youth ministry. I, I think it was a symptom of the church at that point, because basically, mm-hmm. uh, one of my professors in college described it really well. A church is, uh, it shouldn't be a fortress or a castle mm-hmm. where you have these walls that keep people out. It should be more like a keep where doors open, come on in if you need anything, and you can come in and out whenever it's needed. Right. That's what it should have been more like, as opposed to enter our fortress, follow our rules. If you do not, you are banished to hell. (laughs) Yeah. So I think I just came up with a robotic castle right there. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Lord Lord Data (laughs) of Star Trek. (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, though, this is completely different from the topic I was going to bring in to talk about. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I was going to talk about travel in 22. Oh, yeah? Basically, Kate and I have talked. Yeah. And we want to do, we have, we're married, so we talk. Yeah. yeah. And have the sex. We do that. (laughs) We do that. (laughs) Yes. Anyways. um, (laughs) I just made you so uncomfortable. No, I just, I'm like, what do I want to say to that? I'm like, I've, I've grown. Have you? I have as an adult. Okay. Because I'm like trying not to say things where I'm like, oh, that's not appropriate. Don't say it. You'll regret it, because there's things where Kate's like, don't say that on the podcast. Oh, but I can't. That's fine. Hi, Kate. Yeah, you can, but you don't know what I'm thinking. No, I don't. So I'm not going to say it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Kate and I have been talking about the places that we want to travel and when. Yeah. So I'm trying to come up with an itinerary. I love planning trips. Mm. So like for the trip to New York that we're doing in a very short time. Like two weeks, right? Yeah. I don't want to say the exact time, but around that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I've been planning out each day and Kate likes that. Cause then it's like a loose itinerary. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, Hey, well this place is right here. We can go there. Oh, we have this plan. Dinner is here. All that fun stuff. Now we're trying to come up with hopeful destinations. We can go in 22. God knows though. It'll probably all get canceled because that seems to happen a lot. Thanks to COVID. Yeah. Thanks but, COVID. Yeah. Thanks. Dumb freaking. And Obama. Yeah, hey, thank you, Obama. You did nothing then. (laughs) Why didn't you do anything then, Obama? Man. What year is it? 2008? Yeah, I guess. All right. Um, 
But so we're, we have three trips we would like to do. Okay, three. Yes. Trips. Uh, w- yeah. One we would like to go out to Denver. My brother lives out there, mm. and I, I haven't been. I haven't explored Colorado as much as I would like. So that might be kind of fun. Go out, hang out with him. He came to the wedding that we had for our original wedding last year, and then the vow renewal. It's like. We gotta get out to Colorado. A, we owe it to them. B, we also owe it to ourselves to like check out a really cool city. So, we're thinking about doing that maybe in April next year. Okay. Here's the thing: I love. I would like to ski. Kate does Ooh. not want to. Mm. So now I'm kind of like, dang it, what can we do in Denver around April? Is when I think it'll be. That could be kind of fun. Have you been out there? Yeah. What's what's fun, in your opinion, out in Denver? Well, I'm very weird and different. Um, I went to Denver, and I wrote and drove through the mountains, and that's all I did. What mountain did you see? Mountains. I don't remember the name of it. Then what good are you, sir? I, I know I drove through Aspen. Oh, you drove th- what about Breckenridge? I don't know. Yeah. I, I know it's, it was a couple years ago. This is why I'm fogging on my memory. Uh, it's that pass that is only open... For like four or five months out of the year. Oh, uh, I think it was uh, Pike, is Pikes Peak. No, that's more in like Colorado Springs, I do believe. That's not that far though from Denver, right? No, no, it's not. It's only like an hour or two. Okay, cool. All right. I, I forget. I would have to look at like my um, look at a map <laughs> to tell you. Uh, but yeah, I just drove through Aspen and uh, was on a peak that was like sixteen thousand feet or something. Okay. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, it was really pretty. What, uh, what year-ish was this? Oh, gosh. Um, maybe 2017. Okay, not too long ago. Yeah. Did you get, like, was there any restaurants that you stopped at or anything fun? Or were you just like fast food? <laughs> it wasn't fast food. I hit up a lot of uh, like gourmet burger places mm. for fun. Like okay. one had like um, beer battered bacon. Or, oh. Like on this burger. It was phenomenal. Oh, have you done smoked bacon? I have. It's pretty good, I think. Yeah. Uh, we, we, I did it like twice on our smoker mm-hmm. and it turned out good. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I was only there for like three days. Um, and I just stayed in this Airbnb and I wrote a lot. And the view was fantastic because she like lived in this like condo, big condo building type thing. And the balcony, you could see the mountains and the uh, horizon. So, okay. Yeah, see, I've, really I've always pretty. been more of a, waterfront kind of person be it like lakes or the ocean gulfs that's all fun for me mountains i'm always like oh yeah i guess that's okay too but i just like i'm drawn to the water i get it that's me so going to denver it's going to be a little bit of a hmm all right this is very different scenic views than what i'm used to looking for right um and there's some really beautiful places that you can like the veil uh, that is super ridiculously pretty. Yeah, it's Colorado. like this, yeah. It's like this, basically the small town. It's a bigger town that's like in the valley of like gigantic mountains. Mm, okay, but it's probably going to cost you literally arm, leg, kidney, that type of thing. Not willing to give those up just yet. Um, probably your but, firstborn. Uh, well, I don't know if I'll like it. So maybe that, <laughs> that might be. It's. I might not like that firstborn. Maybe yeah. No. Yeah. You said you didn't want a girl, so there you go. I said I didn't want a girl. Didn't you? No. I. I. If you had a girl, if I had a girl. I'd be a crying mess. Yeah. I think I would prefer having a girl over a boy because I've had so many nieces. I know what to do. Mm-hmm. I'd be okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 
Yeah, boys, I'm like, crap, I'm getting paid back now. Yep, 100%. So I, I don't know if I, I'd be terrified if I had a boy, yep. which might have just cursed me by saying that. Yeah, I'm 100% going to get a boy now. Dadgummit. Um, and the other time I went to Denver, we just like stayed in the hotel and drank a lot. So, Well, so I'm going to be there with my brother, <laughs> and he, I, mean, I like hanging out with him because he's probably the most chill person in my family. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice to visit him. I visited him when he lived in Tucson. And we got to do some nice hiking out there in the desert. Um, that was pretty fun. Now that they're living in Denver, him and his wife, are, they're laid back. They're like, hey, what do you want to do? We'll kind of do whatever you want. I told him when I went to Tucson, I want Mexican food because I live in Chicago. And I don't think there's very good Mexican food here. <laughs> we, we went to this Mexican restaurant and the salsa was so hot. I was like, dad, come it. All right, this is authentic, but I'm... <laughs> I've lost my sense of taste already. <laughs> Took me to In-N-Out. I, I, I will say, I think In-N-Out is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I know people who are so against In-N-Out. I'm like, why? It's a good burger in my book. Well, it's it's In-N-Out and there's something else that people are drawn to. Shake Shack was one. Yeah, I've heard people yeah. talk about Whataburger, mm-hmm. which Whataburger, I live by one in Waxahachie. It's fine, but it's just like any other fast food place. Yep. So when people freak out about Whataburger, I just go, okay, Texas, enjoy that. <laughs> or Taco Bueno. Oh, come on. Yeah. Thanks. You enjoy your Texas Taco Bell. Uh, I will say I think Five Guys, though, is still a step up over all of those. I love me some Five Guys. There was a, a Texas, uh, a, I think it was like Moo Moo's or something that was in Texas. That okay. was kind of like a Five Guys. That was really good, too. Haven't heard of that. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's one trip. I'm thinking April. For that you may have wet weather okay like snow like heavy snow in april in denver i'm fine with that personally i mean maybe we would look at mayish maybe i'm thinking though we would go around easter weekend so that i have that holiday there mm. that i can use mm. i like to travel around a, a holiday where i'm like okay you don't travel necessarily on the holiday itself you just use that holiday day Mm -hmm. to elongate the vacation so that's what i'm looking to do with that yeah so that's one i think in the summer we're looking at doing a friend's trip interesting yeah uh and i've got a few places in mind uh one would be vegas uh i'm not a gambler but i would like to go to vegas and like watch some fights that would be fun okay all right um, I would check out the fountains and all of that touristy stuff, mm-hmm. but I would want to rent a car and go to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, that's on my list of things to do. That's one thing I'm thinking about doing. Mm-hmm. So that's that's one. Another one would be uh, New Orleans. Mm. A, that just seems like the best place for food. Yeah. And I'm all about that food, folks. <laughs> the Cajun? Oh, uh, anything. Cajun mm. sounds great. Uh, I mean, I like soul food as well. Seafood would be great down there. I'd love to get a beignet. A beignet? Is it beignet? A beignet. I have no idea. Oh, oh you've No idea? No, I've never heard of it. <laughs> you just turned Cajun on me. <laughs> no idea. Yeah. Um, so that's that's one. And go to the French Quarter. Check that out. The World War II Museum. Oh, be yeah. Fun. Uh, Magazine Street's supposed to be some good shopping, uh, like boutique kind of spots. So that would be, that's that's number two. And then number three, a nice just beach trip to like Myrtle Beach. Ooh. Myrtle is, have you been? No. Okay. So Myrtle Beach is not exactly, um, 
exotic. <laughs> it's not exactly the classiest beach on uh-huh, earth. Uh-huh. I remember I went by myself because I needed some sort of beach time mm-hmm. away from Chicago before the winter. Okay. So I went in I like September. All right. Uh, and I get down there. I remember I walked from the airport to the hotel, which was like three miles. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. <clears throat> I was used to walking all the time. It was fine. Um, I get there and I just remember seeing some Confederate flags everywhere. Sweet. I'm like, okay, I don't feel safe. But I remember just seeing this African-American couple spitting on it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, and I just started, they saw me and I know folks, I look like Hitler's wet dream. Uh-huh. I look like I'm part of the alt-right, but mm-hmm. I am definitely not. <laughs> so I saw that and I started laughing and they're like, oh, all right, you're cool. So it was just a kind of funny moment. That's within like my first hour and a half in Myrtle Perfect. Beach. Perfect. But the things I like about it is there's some great seafood. It's cheap. There's a beach right there. Um, if you pick a time in spring, summer, it's not bad. I went down to Myrtle Beach twice in September. Once, eh, late September, early October. Once it was just perfect. Okay. Temperatures were in like the upper 70s, low 80s in the day. At night, it got a little cooler, so you could just be on the balcony. And it was all beachfront hotels that I got too. Ooh. So just a lovely view. It was great. The second time... A hurricane was coming in. Oh, whoops. <laughs> and I literally flew out mm, about three hours before it touched down in the Myrtle Beach. Whoops. Yep. Big mistake. Maybe it was a little, maybe like five hours. It was not long. So uh, that was, that trip was okay, but it did not get near as much beach time as I wanted. Yeah, yeah. Hurricane. Yeah. The boardwalk was nice too. They had this nice boardwalk with a Ferris wheel and all kinds of fun kind of uh, attractions. I didn't know. That one of the the zoos and Tiger King was right by it. Oh, you know that weird guy, Doc. Yeah, all, all the yeah. girlfriends, <laughs> the uh-huh. wives. That creepy dude. Mm. Yeah, he's down there as well. I think Perfect. that got shut down. I hope it, no, he didn't. I don't think so. Uh, well, hopefully he gets shut down soon. Uh, Tiger King two is out. We watched it. Yeah, I did too. Fantastic. He wasn't in that one. No, which I was kind of disappointed in because he was. I think there's some stuff they could uncover there that would be. I, I think they want like focus on Joe Exotic and that trial and the. They did a lot with story. Carol as well. Did Which, you watch? You, did yeah, you, I watched it. What'd you think? Uh, very interesting. It's mm. still just a continuing train wreck of all these people are horrible people. I remember watching the first one, and Kate and I got a huge kick out of the line in the first episode of season one. Where the guy said, monkey people, they're all weird. Uh, big cat people are all, are all backstabbing pieces of shit. And Kate and I were like, all right, that's an exaggeration. Nope. Not at all. Not at <laughs> Not all. Not even a little bit. We were laughing so hard at that then when we actually rewatched the first season. Mm. And we just got a huge kick out of that. But the second season, I liked a lot, especially the ending. Because they showed like the big cats and they could actually run free a lot more. Oh, the sanctuary in Denver. That may, spoiler, yeah. f- sorry folks. They show uh, a lot of the big cats at the sanctuary. But I think that was the best thing to do because then we get to see as people what those cats should be doing right now. The way they should be living as opposed to the awful conditions they were in before. Yep. So I was very happy with with the ending of it. And anyone that says Joe Exotic should be free, sorry, no. All the animal abuse that he is a part of, he he deserves prison time. Uh, the whole 
murder for hire thing. Maybe not, but I'm glad he's in prison still for all the abuse he put those right. animals through. So, yeah, I mean, uh, man, it just paints her in a very bad light. Uh, Carol. Yeah, something, something happened. Something. Uh, my theory is, and we did a. I think we did a fantastic job solving the murder of <laughs> do, Stradella. Stradella. Yep. Do we need to do another? episode with carol baskin we would do more harm than good <laughs> yeah 100 percent. um but i here's my theory i think she was aware of what happened to him but just didn't say anything and was trying to get the money mm-hmm. so that whole signing of the that i think she did do something with that and i think she knows who killed him but she ain't gonna say nothing at least was a part of it i think honestly well she didn't do the shoot she didn't shoot him in the head i don't think but. no uh, but his body's gone at this point. They'll never find it. No. So, uh, but anyways, that uh, so those are our three summer <laughs> ideas. Uh, what what would you th- which would you think is so uh, funny enough? Uh, Brooke, Amy, and I were talking about doing a friend trip. Oh yeah, to yeah, go works. see uh, Alf and Sarah. Oh, that's good cool. in, in Austin. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, granted, they're like three hours apart, but still. Mm. Taking a road trip and going down there. Nice. When are you thinking about doing that? Some probably in the summer, for okay. obvious reasons. Yeah. Um. Uh. I I've been thinking because I earn so much leave now and I have so much leave <laughs> saved up. Uh. I can literally take a week every two and a half months next year. That's awesome. Um. So I will probably be going to like car shows, um, all over the country, just for fun. So if you were to take a vote on the three I told you as to the places, where would you look at going? Where would you be like, oh, yeah, that. I mean, I would potentially go to all three. No, one. You get one vote. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I am being a jerk. Uh, Grand Canyon is on my list of yeah. things I haven't seen. Yeah. Um, I haven't been to New Orleans. Uh, it doesn't really take all my fancy. That's somewhere I'd want to go. Really? Yeah. yeah. Not with the World War II Museum and then like all the food? Yeah. yeah. Too many people. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. I would say a lot more. And I think there's a lot more stupid people that are visiting Vegas. 100%. That's the downside, I think, for Vegas. Now, yes. there's dumb people that I think go to each of those three places. Mm-hmm. In Vegas, it's the douchiest by far. Most 100% tourist. Yes. Uh, it'd be nice to see Dante, my friend from college. He was originally going to be in the wedding, but he couldn't make it. Okay. So he lives in Vegas as a teacher, which I'm like, there's teachers in Vegas? All right. Uh, yeah, there's actually people that live there. I know. It's funny. In the desert. Hey, it. he gets paid decently and enjoys it. Well, good for What's them. funny is he didn't play football at all in high school, even though he's from Texas, but he's the football coach there. Good. He's like, yeah, it's because I'm the token black guy, of course. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> Wouldn't it be basketball? Um, I don't know. Uh, he's not, I mean, uh, he's also a little bigger, so okay. he looks more like a football player Got than it. a basketball player. Got it. Although he played soccer, and he was a good soccer player. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, uh, so there's those douchey people in Vegas. In New Orleans, and I'm, you know, I've got to apologize, but my friend Adam knows this. He's from, Ve- uh, from Vegas. He's from... Uh, uh, Louisiana, mm-hmm. Cajun people are kind of dumb. Yeah. So there's that kind of stupidity down there. Yeah. Uh, I do like Tom Segura's bit about building a wall. People are talking about building walls around shithole countries. Well, I want to build a, a wall around a shithole state like Louisiana. 
And like Louisiana got so mad about that. He just doubled down. He's like, no, I mean it. Just as like, just to tick them off more. Oh, that's funny. Uh, and then in Myrtle Beach, you're going to deal with a lot of those Confederate flag idiots. Has that reduced? Didn't they take out a lot of those? I know they have. But you know there's people that just put it up because some someone said, I, I got to take it down, so I'm going to put it up. Long live the South! Oh, gosh. I, there's some idiot that I would see on my jogs around O'Fallon who would fly a Washington Redskins oh. flag. I'm like, dude, get over it. Get over it. And they're not a Washington football team. They're the Washington Redskins. It's just how I, and it's a truck. It's a truck, of course. I, I just don't care. That's the thing. I mean, you're not, <laughs> you're not a big sports person though. You I, like I, hockey. Yeah. I but mean, that's, you're not a big football guy. No. Or even like, I have football friends. Uh, Nick is one of them. Drew is huge and they don't even care. There's some idiots that do. I know. And we know those people wear MAGA hats. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah the Washington football team thing. I just see that and I just go, oh, shake my head. But, yes, the, a lot of the Confederate flags, uh, mm. I think, have, have reduced. But you know there's people out there the, that are so stupid. Probably more closeted. Which is, it's Probably sad. scarier. In a way, it's it's sadder. I think it does make people probably feel safer in some places, maybe mm-hmm. a, even a little bit. But the sad thing is you got to reduce that mentality. Mm-hmm. There has to be the education of what that flag means. And people just don't care. Nope. You, will, you can literally tell them that flag was made the symbol of the Confederacy by the KKK, not by the actual Confederate States of America. They had a different flag. That flag was flown as the battle flag of the state of Virginia. Mm-hmm. And then it was brought back by the KKK. Well, it, be- it can- uh, towards the end of the Civil War, that battle flag became an official flag for the Confederacy. It, so here's the thing. No, it was one of three different... Fl- they had three different flags. Mm-hmm. That flag, though, that's flown around as the Confederate flag, has parts of those three flags. No, I think towards, well, I'm talking like right before the war ended. I think they adopted it. Wait, wait let's look it up. Yep. We're, we're going to Google up. that. I, I do believe they had, they finally adopted that flag because it was the Virginia battle flag and it was like the, uh, the orange and with the, what the bars, uh, with white stars and bars, the stars and bars. And then it, uh, eventually towards like, I want to say 1960 or 1864, they adopted it. Um, but it was such a moot point. So let's see. Here's the one they have with the three. It's got a red at the bottom, red stripe at the bottom, white mm-hmm. in the middle, red at the top, and then blue in the top left corner with uh, stars in a circle. Mm-hmm. And then there's the design that they had at the end, which is mostly white. And then there's a small little Confederate flag that we see nowadays in the top yep. left. And then the third one has a small little Confederate flag, again, in the top left. I'd say about three-quarters of it is in white. And then there's a right, uh, oh, a right, a red bar going vertically. Mm-hmm. So those are the three flags. So yep. see, it's parts of the Confederate flag are in the last two. And by the Confederate flag, what we call the Confederate flag nowadays. Yes. So. Semantics. I think a little bit. I mean, it's still representing hate, w- hate and slavery. And, and I'll say this: I, I have a problem. It, my problem isn't with the stupid flag. 
The problem is with the people who are flying the dumb thing. Yeah. That's the problem I have. The flag itself, if you wanted to put it in a museum and be like, this was the flag of the Confederacy, these uh, people who rebelled and wanted slavery to be instilled within the country, this is what it is. Okay, fine. That's that's understandable. But if you fly it with, uh, like, you, like it's some, something to be proud of, I have a problem with that. What about uh, Dukes of Hazard? Yeah, I have a problem with that. I'm yeah. sorry, but Dukes of Hazard to me as a TV show doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, congrats, you had a, an interesting TV show that doesn't make it some something that uh, makes the Confederate flag okay. Okay, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Also, what does the Confederate flag stand for? Right, it stands for a group of people that wanted slavery to be. Uh, still be legal in the United States. That's what they rebelled for. You say states' rights. Yeah, it was the state right to hold slaves. Yep. So <laughs> that's my issue with it. If Dukes of Hazard had a you know a good run as a TV show, fine. I don't hate the people who are on. At that point, they were just ignorant, I'm sure. It was ignorant, and I think the reason why they had the flag on the car was more of, rebellion and being good old boys rather than hey we're supporting slavery yeah a little bit of ignorance that, that's ignorance right that is that is ignorance mm-hmm. and you're rebelling against what um i i don't know like you would have to get they would into probably, the, yeah, they the would, lore of the show but they would probably say we're rebelling against uh, uh the man you're rebelling against the country okay yeah fine your rebellion is to then moonshine Fine. That's Make what your moonshine. Did in that show, I think. Uh, see, I don't even know. But the yeah. whole thing is you're choosing a symbol of pro slavery. Yep. That I don't, I just can't get behind that. So if when I see those kind of flags, maybe we should take Myrtle Beach off the list. <laughs> what do you think, right? After all this, maybe Myrtle Beach needs to go. Maybe. Maybe. What about a friend's trip to Washington, D.C.? Ugh. Oh, you don't like that idea at all. Well, I like work for Washington, D.C. Yeah, but I love seeing the monuments, and the Smithsonian would be fun to see. I have special access, probably. Everyone, they're free. No, I mean, like, into the National Archives, because I work there. That's nice. Can you actually go, I mean, you're not looking at the original American flag or anything like that. Or, you know, the Declaration of Independence is there. Mm-hmm. Which Nicholas and, Cage needs to tell us what's on the back of that, thing. and the Constitution is there. That would be fun to see, like the actual ones, right? And there. I'd probably be able to have like access in the back. Well, then you're gonna come with us. <laughs> I don't know. I have to. I can email uh, that guy and uh, find out who's that. Are we talking about Corey? Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I, I finally got Corey's email address. What? Oh, what's he like? <laughs> he doesn't talk to me. Dad, gummit, Corey. <laughs> we gave you shout out week after week, and you've done nothing. Before. Dad, gummit. Yeah, uh, I probably have special special access for what I do. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's a nice little perk. I've never been. Really? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, you gotta you gotta fly first of all. Oh, I like I love the drive. You might like the drive. But you get an extra day of exploring things if you're wanting but to you, see some But you miss so much by flying. Uh, Yeah. I mean, if I want to fly overseas, then I'm going to miss the ocean. So, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, obviously. It, if you want to go overseas. I, Europe is also on my list of things to go. Got to fly for that one, buddy boy. Nope. nope. Submarine. You're going to take a submarine. <laughs> Better all get COVID tested for that one, buddy. <laughs> I know that's my problem with going overseas. Is I had a friend um, 
who was in, I think, France when COVID hit and was stuck in France for like I think I know who you're talking months. about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, <laughs> he's a friend of mine, too. He got stuck there. And, yeah, he just worked in the south of France, and he seemed <laughs> to like it, actually. If you're going to get stuck somewhere... No, it wasn't uh, the south of France. It was actually... Uh, like Western France. I want to say around Bordeaux. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. That's a pretty good, that's wine country. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Worst places to be stuck. So, yeah, I don't know if Europe will be on the list next year, but. Well, it's on Kate and Mines. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not, I, I don't think we'll be able to do the, I still want to go to the Christmas markets. Vienna is still my dream city to visit. Mm-hmm. But we might look at Italy instead. So we were thinking, you know, Naples, Rome, Venice. You can see if there's a memorial for Stradella. Oh, my God. <laughs> so we'd have to go to Genoa. Uh-huh. I'd be down for that. <laughs> Just for the bit. And I'm sure Kate would roll her eyes the entire time. Although Genoa is supposed to be pretty. Florence would be great to see. Didn't he hit Florence? I Everyone hit Florence. It was so, it was so important in the Renaissance. Yeah. So I can see that. I don't want to go to Milan. Brooke has told me Milan is a bit dirty. Oh, all right. So that was her experience. Okay. It's also like the financial capital of Italy. So it's almost kind of like Rome's, or I'm sorry, Rome's, uh, Italy's New York. Ah. Fast paced, all about the work. No thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, yeah, people say they want to go to like Manhattan and I'm like, I have no desire. So we'll be there. I'll let you know. I'm, I'm interested in aspects of it. It'll be fun to see Rockefeller Center, Central Park. Uh, I did book us a nice little cruise around the bay. So we'll have that at night and Mm -hmm. they'll have Christmas carolers. Uh, I think we get like three drinks or something like that. Yeah. So I think that's going to be a really nice nighttime activity for us to just take in the city and and see it all that way. Well, like I said, I'm a very different, weird person where I will get in. That seemed, you were interested in my idea though. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm more of get in the car or go somewhere that I haven't seen in the middle of nowhere. Okay, that's yeah. fine. You're in danger of more. Uh, first of all, you're in danger, period, because you'll just, as a hitchhiker, ask people for a ride. Yep. Like you did that one time. Yep. Uh, now I understand why your mom's worried about you. I'm worried <laughs> about you too, Timothy. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Actually, I don't know your middle name. Uh, uh, starts with a C. With a C. Christopher? No. Cornelius? Yes. Is it really Cornelius? No. Dang. <laughs> what is it? I'm not going to tell you You on this podcast. I will say all three of mine. Okay. My full name is Caleb Jedediah Robert Wayne Carnes. I think I knew that. Well, remember Brian at the the best man speech made a joke about all my middle names. I guess you forgot that part. Yeah, I did. Okay. Well, wait. Now what's your middle name? Charles. Charles. Timothy Charles. That's got a good ring to it. It does. I like how that flows. It's better than Caleb Jedediah. I like it. When so, I was little, though, I had, like, speech issues, so it came out as K-Wub Jedediah Wabat Wayne Cons. It sounds like you should have a Confederate flag. Oh, <laughs> Caleb. Well, Jed- Jed- Jedediah. Jedediah. <laughs> it's with a D, not a B. Jebediah. You know, when people say Jebediah, I go, no, with a D, dummy. <laughs> D- Jedediah. Still. It, it's not It's not great. Also, Wayne is very Southern as well. Yeah. So yeah. Jedediah and Wayne, uh, Jedediah Wayne in general, I just sound like I should have been like a, like a calf roper or something like that. Mm. So, yeah, my uh, my street name is Charles Skyline. You take what? your middle name and the street that you grew up on. Oh, yeah, 
that bit. Well, I mean, I've moved so much. Yeah, well, pick one that you lived on the longest or uh, one that sounds the funniest. So, I'm sorry. So, it's middle name and street. Uh, so, Robert is in the middle. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, the earliest one I can remember is, it would be Robert Line Drive. Could Ooh. Robert Coach Line Drive? Ooh. Maybe. I don't think that works at all. Bobby. Bobby Coach Line Drive? Or Bobby Coach? Yeah, we're basically talking your porn name. Like your That porn. doesn't work as a porn name. Though. Yeah, it does. Coach? Yeah. Bobby Coach? Uh-huh. Mm. What are you watching, man? You know. No, I don't. That's why I asked. It's like Charles Skyline. It, to me, that's like the used car salesman. That um, that used car salesman sounds better. Actually, mm. it'd be more fun at what your pro wrestler name is. That and could work, that, too. That, I could see it. Bobby Skyline, you sound like... Charles Skyline. Uh, Charles Skyline, sorry. You sound like you'd be a modern-day million-dollar man. Mm. I like that. Drew's is Spencer Citadel. Oh, Spencer Citadel. Okay, so that would be like... Uh, I mean, he'd have to have some sort of military gimmick like that. Yeah. Uh, a good friend of mine is Anne Pleasant Valley. That's a porn name. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, Anne. I hope you're well, Anne. Uh, uh, Richard Mulholland. Okay, so it's Richard, not Dick. So Richard Dick Mulholland. Mulholland. Uh, but Richard Mulholland, I see that as like a... Um, uh, a manager, you know, a mouthpiece type kind of guy for another for other wrestlers. Uh-huh. I don't know this person, but that's just you, you know like both of these people that I'm mentioning. I do. Yeah, you do. I hope you all are well. I forgot you entirely. <laughs> you probably don't know their middle names. I don't. Well, what are their first names? Well, Alf and Kelly. Oh, I do know these people, and I love these people. They're uh-huh. good people. I forget Matt's. Uh, uh, Eric was uh, his middle name. I don't remember his porn name though. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, it was at a youth camp that we were talking talk about. That? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that, like, at some point, Matt and I came up with leprechauns, doubling the protection. Now, in three great flavors Guinness, potato, and Blarney Stone. <laughs> Lucky Charms would have been a good one, too. Lucky Charms. Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I think the way it flowed Guinness, potato, Blarney Stone. Sounds better. It sounds better. Guinness Potato Lucky Charms. That might work, too. Well, and my Lucky Charms. Well, I like, because the Blarney Stone, you kissed the Blarney Stone. Mm. So that's mm. where I was going with and that. And we're back to sex. Good, good. Let's talk about, nope, can't sing that song. <laughs> nope, nope, I can't not sing. <laughs> I get myself in trouble all of the time, baby. Yep. Um, I saw them perform. They were fantastic. Good. Um. Anyways, so, all right. So that third trip to Europe, I think, would be a lot of fun. I've also thought about researching um, England and Ireland as well. So I I still dream, though, about going to Germany and Austria. Mm -hmm. Um, Bavaria does such a great job with Christmas. Germany and Austria, we really can attribute the world's love of Christmas because they are the ones that, first of all, it was a big deal in their country. Right. Then Queen Victoria, she married a German. She made it a big deal in England. We then saw it and made it. But they were putting out all this information about Queen Victoria and how much she loved Christmas. So then we adopted it in America. And voila, we are capitalists. We're going to make money off of this some way. And it became Coke and Santa. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. I would love to go to Ireland uh, because I've heard Guinness is amazing there. Uh, yeah, that would be interesting as well. That'd be a cool experience. 
it'd be fun to also research where, so my family has a lot of German and Irish heritage. It'd be interesting to find out where the Irish side came from. Yeah. I'm also so curious because on my mom's side is where a lot of that German and Irish comes from. They're Protestants, but we're supposedly, you know, Ireland is very Catholic except for Northern Ireland. I'm pretty sure though we didn't come from Belfast. Maybe I'm wrong. And then the German side is supposed to be Bavarian. They're very Catholic as well. So I'm just thinking where were these Protestants hiding out? Or they just gave up Catholicism at some point. But probably. Probably. But I'd like to think they were just hiding in a wee little church, a wee, wee little Protestant <laughs> church somewhere. <laughs> I did a terrible Irish accent. I can do better. Going to Scotland would be fascinating as well. Scotland would be cool. Yeah. I, I think I want to see places that have a lot of history. Yeah. So that would be more the most interesting part for me would be to see, oh, here's uh, where the Battle of Hastings took place. Something along those lines. Although I don't think I'd be going anywhere near Hastings because it's, I think, in the south of England. Um, those would be the kind of things that would jump out at me. Or crossing the English Channel and seeing uh, the Normandy beaches. Ooh, yeah. That would be incredible. The uh, Bastogne would be incredible. Mm. Those are the kind of things that I would, of course, enjoy seeing. Don't know if I'll get to well you could do like the civil war tour and see all those battlefields i would like that kate has no interest oh all right so i mean i saw gettysburg as a kid and i i remember seeing looking out across where like pickett's charge took place and i was very young and i was like you went running through all those of course you lost you big dummies (laughs) yep you stupid stupids you just ran across a big old field with cannons and guns yeah of course you lost this one dum-dums yeah yeah that was i was like six and didn't know anything but i just remember thinking that i was like that was stupid gettysburg yeah uh, and jamestown uh that oh was that the first landing i think jamestown in america it's actually st augustine is it st augustine yeah in florida is where the oldest and continu- longest continuously ran city in america is st augustine florida but she has no interest in any of this Kate's not a big history person. Okay. Um, occasionally, like if I talk about my grandpa and his world, uh, his war experiences, she'll just kind of be like, oh, and just, I could see the pain in her heart kind of mm. coming out through her eyes. So I'm like, oh, I shouldn't talk about this too much, but I've just been in this kick of talking or, or learning about the 32nd infantry that my grandpa fought in and just learning what he went through. Yeah. There's a book on him, baseball battle and bride. Check it out. You can find it at Walmart or Amazon. <laughs> um, but just learning what that entire unit went through has been interesting for me. So, um, but yeah, it's just not as interesting for her. She's just not as much into history. Yeah, I get it. I don't, but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm really into history. That's my second degree is history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's mostly early American history is my forte. Yeah, Brooke, so my sister Brooke and I can talk about it. Obviously, but she's so into European history, she could tell you. It, where every monarch intersects with another monarch and how they're all inbred, basically. Yeah, so, basically. Eh, yeah. So, yeah, those uh, the European trip, though, we're thinking maybe September of next year. Ooh. That might be a little after the high season, um, hopefully before COVID ramps up, which yeah. it seems to do in October. We'll yeah. see. So Things are happening on the COVID front. Yeah, I'm actually looking at getting second boosters for Kate and I, so that way we second can, boosters. Or sorry, the booster, booster. the booster. booster. Uh, we might do that in the next week. So, yeah, I'm. 
I will probably get it. I just haven't yet mm. for no reason. Mm. I'll probably get it, and I'll I. I did not feel well after getting both Moderna shots, so I'm sure I'll get it and won't feel well for a day, but that's fine. I'll, I'll take that as opposed to passing COVID to my mother-in-law or something. So Right, right, right. I've just, I've heard that you don't techn- really need the booster if you have the Moderna, but I, I don't know. I'll probably just get it. and yeah. I'm kind of waiting for work to tell me I have to get it and then be like, all right. I, I guess it. that's motivation to get it. I, Not that I'm. Oh, I should wait and see if they do like a bonus at my work. Ooh, I'm gonna talk to my manager about that. Mm. Hey, should I wait and see if there's a bonus? I think they were trying to entice people, but now they're just realized. All right, they're gonna get it or they won't. It's or their won't. call. We'll just let them go and yep. have fun. I think it's we might lose about a third of our workforce. Wow. Uh, it was they were thinking like might be half, and then they're like maybe forty. But now I think they're like I think it's gonna be about a third of our workforce that we'll mm. lose. They did a meeting and they said ninety percent of NARA wide employees. NARA. NARA. What's NARA? National Archives and Records Administration. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Ninety percent is vaccinated. Good. That's awesome. I think that ten percent that isn't is in our city, but that's fine. Is or isn't? I is. 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 Well. You know, it, it's. I I don't think St. Louis should get lumped in with the rest of Missouri because Southern Missouri is what's bringing us down the most, right? Uh, from what I've heard, but also St. Louis as well. So you know, I didn't think we were doing as like we're not doing great. I thought we were in the seventy percent ish. Uh, there was a news article that uh, people that have COVID in the hospital believe still believe that there isn't a virus. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of that. Um, and that's in our city. And if it's... I, It's in our city, but it's also in other cities. I've seen people putting stuff on Facebook of yeah, of, yeah. of all of that. Someone I used to yep. uh, work with in Texas is, is putting that stuff out. And I'm like, I really worry for your kids because if you or your spouse get it, it's going to affect everyone in your family. That's the biggest issue I have with people... Not getting it because they're like, oh, it, you know, I'm big and strong. It's like, yeah, but there's other people that aren't. And granted, they might not have the vaccine. And yeah, it's dumb on them, but it's going to affect innocent people in their lives that it shouldn't affect. Right. So that's me probably saying too much. <laughs> yeah, apparently there's a new variant in Belgium and uh, in South Africa. Yeah, the South Africa one I heard is probably the one that people are a little more worried about but it's apparently worse than delta well okay there was one i had heard about like around our um the vow renewal where someone told us oh yeah there's one that's worse that's already developed in i think they said it was in france or something and i'm like all right we'll see it and then it ended up not being as bad i'm still on alert obviously but it's all about uh i know the president has restricted travel to South Africa and to and from. So problem is they can go from South Africa to Spain and then Spain to wherever, like people can get wherever they want by some sort of terrible means. Fly to Brazil and then to here. Brazil, that's a wild, wild West there. Dude. Yeah. Oh yeah. I will say it it is a good thing. Kate and I canceled our flight or our, our trip to, um, Austria and Germany because they're locked down again, yep. which is really sad because those are it's just beautiful over there and 
such a shame that it's having to shut down. But I think their leaders care. and They don't <laughs> want people to die. So 100%. And we may never get past this, and we'll just have to get used to it. I think it's what it's going to be, honestly. That's how I've... As long as you're vaccinated. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've accepted this is life. Other people are like, oh, you know, when we get over this, I'm like, we're not getting over this. Hmm. I like the the super far right wing people that are like, well, when we get a Republican in office, this will all be past us. No, it won't. No, you no. know, this thing's global dummy. The, our best case scenario is it'll get diluted enough that it'll just be like the flu. Yeah. That's my thing. That's, that's my, what I think is the best case scenario as well. But so. we're years away from that. Yeah, probably. I mean, wasn't it like three to five or something? Uh, I have no idea. I mean, how long did it take the flu to become, mild i mean the with the span well the spanish flu just disappeared after three years but i don't know what the actual flu itself did well we still have the flu i know that's why i got <laughs> my flu shot i have never gotten a flu shot no nope it's not bad no i didn't even feel i don't even feel sick when i get it yeah so. i just never get the flu so you're like i got it one time and it was when i lived in chicago it was bad I remember I was I worked from home on a Monday and then I started to feel the effects of a fever. Mm-hmm. I was just dripping in sweat. Oh. I was like, "What is happening? I have a fever." Next day, I, I told my boss, "Hey, I'm sorry. I have a fever of like 102. I, I can't make it. No worries." Then the next day, it was like a Wednesday. I couldn't move. Oh. I was throwing up everything, and I had like no Gatorade or like crackers or anything. Whoops. Or soup. Whoops. So I remember posting on Facebook, I am sick. Can please someone drop things off? And a good improv friend named uh, David Schwartzbaum dropped that off for me. David Schwartzbaum is the man. I love is he the bomb? He's the bomb. The bombs of bombs. That's how he is, man. He's such a good dude. He dropped that off for me. Got me some Gatorade and crackers, and I finally went to the hospital. And they're like, you have the flu, you idiot. Because <laughs> that's how doctors talk in my world. Yeah, you 100. idiot. You idiot. Yeah, I've never gotten the flu. Good for you. The only thing I get sick with is my allergies, and that'll knock me out for a while. Really? But since I've had this COVID shot, I don't really struggle with my allergies anymore. It's weird. I get it. I have a little bit. It hasn't been as bad this year, actually, now that you've talked. The fall is always really rough. Mm-hmm. And interesting. Yeah. Good Good call. It may be a connection there. I have no idea. But it, my allergies have not been a thing this year maybe it's just a good year for it but maybe it's also in effect so we'll see we'll see as the future unfolds 100 percent. well i think it's a good time to wrap up though tim this was fun i love you man love you too god save the queen